Welcome to another edition of the Movie Fellas. So we are officially done with the Leprechaun series. Now we're moving on to our... Werewolf series. Yes. Well, no, not a werewolf per se. I guess it it doesn't say which kind of wolf is crying, so it couldn't be any any kind of wolf, technically. This movie has the name wolf in it. If I don't see at least one wolf, I'm going to be annoyed. So as a part of our werewolf series, do we have to watch Twilight? Is that what this means? Negative. I'm going to classify that as a fairy movie, and we're not watching no fairies. You know, if you go not back today, anyway, if you go back in the archives. We've already done American Werewolf in London. Remember? Yeah, that's probably the most uh, notable werewolf, werewolf <laughs> movie. No, this isn't a werewolf movie today. This is Cry Wolf. Excuse me. There's the, the name Wolf is in the name. There's a wolf. Yeah. Where but, does the wolf come in at? But see, there's no actual physical wolf. It's all about Cry Wolf. Is about when you. Um, when you ask for help or when you're playing jokes and then you do it too many times and then when it really happens to you, the authorities, whoever it is, doesn't take you seriously because you've been crying wolf. So um, this was Vic's idea and I hate you. What? I, thought, <laughs> oh, I thought this was a werewolf movie. I literally got, my, got a whole list of werewolf movies for us to do, including all the howling movies. Oh, man. Oh, there's too many of those, though. It's only five, six, <laughs> maybe. You want to take? Actually, a, I have no idea. You want to take the entire spring watching the Howling movies? The entire spring? <sighs> okay, we can watch the first two. I, Actually, I've I've only seen one of them. I feel like I've seen the first one, but I don't remember it at all. <laughs> I don't remember jack shit. I just remember it's a werewolf movie. It, it had to have been decent if there's like five or six of them. There's a good Jack Nicholson movie just called Wolf. With uh, Michelle Pfeiffer from the 90s. <laughs> I haven't um, seen it. If we can find it, that might be one to watch. Um, Silver Bullet's another good werewolf movie. Uh, Twilight. What? Why, hold on. Folks, Why do you want us for, to watch those, Twilight so much? For those who can't see it, I can't wait till we do a video podcast because you can see some of these reactions Nick gives when I bring up the word Twilight. Just the mention of the movie like sends his eyes into a crazy frenzy and his whole aura and energy changes around him there's like a a a glowing aura of annoyance right now at the mere mention of twilight just because he's ashamed it's one of his favorite favorite movie series favorite book series he's read them all seen them all (laughs) probably owns them all are you done telling these lies (laughs) you should have been in this damn movie with how much you're lying right now this was uh, this would be dodger's fucking sidekick this was definitely, that was definitely character defamation, slander. It was. Holy <laughs> hell. I should sue you for that. So to give some, to give my background with, with Cry Wolf, this came out, I think, back in like 2005-ish, I want to say, right? Yep. There was some scenario I remember where I was cutting class or cutting school. It might have been college, but I was cutting something and I went to the movie theater and what I would do is on my cutting class days, I would just go see whatever movies were at the theater. And when you're doing that, you're at the disposal of whatever movies are out. You have to pick two or three of the movies in the theater and just go watch them. And so Cry Wolf, that's how I saw Cry Wolf. And a lot of people haven't seen Cry Wolf because it wasn't a big movie. It had a $1 million budget. It only made $10 million at the box office. So this wasn't a big hit movie. Only. It it times 10 its budget back. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's impressive. I don't know if that $1 million thing is true, though. For a movie that comes to theaters, that's unusually low, though. I mean, this was a theatrical release. It doesn't make sense to be like... Granted, it was Rogue Pictures, and they were known for low-budget horror thrillers. Yeah, but I'm thinking of, like, all the movies we've reviewed 
And I can't remember any of them being that low of a budget. No. Even all the Leprechaun movies had a bigger budget than that. Uh, but then again, when, I, when you look at Cry Wolf, there's nothing really big budget in here, though. No, you Everything know, is pretty reasonable. So Something tells me most of the budget probably went to the setting. Because if I'm correct, they actually filmed this in a, I think, abandoned school. Ah. So they used, they filmed everything on site, which costs a little bit more money than built than building your set in a studio. Right. So I saw the movie in theaters. And Bon and Jovi. Speaking of that, that uh, $10 million box office gross, when I snuck in the movie theater to watch it uh, way back when, it was me and like two other people in the movie theater. So nobody was there. So I saw basically an empty theater. I had, I, had, I had never seen any previews for it. I didn't know what the hell it was. It was just called Cry Wolf, so I just was out and watched it. Well, and, also, um, another thing to be fair with that is you were cutting school. It was during the day when everyone was either at work or school. That's true. The Isn't, only people there were crackheads or school skippers. Skippy. Hey, I still graduated. Um, that's all that matters. What was your GPA? <laughs> we don't concern ourselves with such small, uh, minor, minor details that have no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, but do you remember um, your first time? Do you remember how you came about seeing Cry Wolf? Because the movie wasn't popular, so it wasn't like it was in your face. You had to actually actively find it to watch it. So, to be fair, uh, this is one I also saw in theaters. Wow. What happened was... Class-cutting hypocrite. Well, I didn't cut class. It, it, was, went, it, it was me in the theater and one crackhead, and then you was in there in the corner, too, wasn't you? Negative. Uh, what happened was I was suspended for fighting, uh, as it were. Well, hey, let's be honest. We know what, what you call it fighting. I call it murder. Shh. We know about your past of killing people, all right? So all these way, stories where you done kill people. Either way, I was suspended for fighting, and because I was able to prove that I defended myself. My dad did not punish me in either way because he believes self-defense should not be punished. It doesn't a, matter how far you take the, it. As does the law. So. It doesn't matter how far you take it. Anyway. Yeah. So Dead bodies. So yeah, I had a little bit of extra money from Christmas that year. I don't know why I didn't spend it by this point, but I didn't. So he took me to the movie theater. And sure enough, I just saw the poster and saw it was PG-13. I was like, hey. I'm going to watch it. See, I feel like the poster probably had like a picture of like the, the orange mask and the... It did. And, it, it and looked the knife. Horror. So it looked like, okay, this might be like a horror movie kind of situation. Right, and I just saw PG-13. Okay, I can go into this because uh, I was 13 at the time. So I yeah, went... Yeah, that, that's, that's a bit of a red flag though when you see like the, the horror movie poster and then you're like, oh, PG-13. But at the same time... <laughs> I don't remember what other posters were there. Some, I'm sure, were rated R, so I couldn't get in and watch them. Because my dad just dropped me off said, I'll be back in eight hours. Oh, there you go. So you watched Cry Wolf four times. <laughs> so I watched Cry Wolf and then went over to the mall. <laughs> there you go. Either way, so watch the movie. No, we both saw the movie in theaters. Yeah. For such a small... So we're responsible for half of its gross. Yeah. <laughs> There's nobody else that saw the movie. I would say that it deserves to be seen. I'll say that. More than it has been seen, uh, without giving too much of my thoughts away. I feel like. I mean, I will definitely say this: if you're going in just for entertainment, eh, you'll have you'll, you'll have a decent time with it. It's about all I can say. I mean, unfortunately, on this podcast, <laughs> we actually watch the movies with a critical eye, <laughs> with an attention to detail to plot holes and things that maybe make the movie not work holistically, and that's so, what we'll be discussing today. Of course, I will say this first. 
I went ahead and watched this movie twice this past two weeks. Oh, there you go. So what I did was I watched it the first time to see if it was still entertaining without the critical eye. And yes, it's still entertaining without the critical eye. The first time we go back and watch the movie, we'll sometimes message each other just to give some initial thoughts. And I believe with Cry Wolf, it was like, and we both kind of watched that first time with without the critical eye, just for entertainment. And we're both like, kind of like, it's like we remember, we're like, oh yeah, this is a pleasant movie. This is pretty good. This is fun. That was that was our initial messages. And, and now let's shit on this movie. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think it's not. It's not going to be a Valentine level. Like it's not. It's not. It's not a bad movie. It's just that the second time I watched it, you know, taking notes, really watching. Paying attention to everything. And again, with us texting each other back and forth about some of the bowl that can come. Yeah, you know, and, you know, I'm not a plot hole person, but when your co-host is uh, is Nitpick Nick, the, the influence does spread to you and has turned me into where I'm like, oh, damn, man. I'm like, a, and now I'm that guy, too. I'm like, that's another plot hole. Shit. Oh, come on. Ooh. This is your this is your fault, sir. My fault? Oh, come on. I don't I, I used to be pick. just big picture. What do I think about the movie? Now I'm like, I don't like that part at exactly 32 minutes and 12 seconds. That not make sense. I do not nitpick. I critique. Mm-hmm. And if there weren't freaking plot holes, I wouldn't have to critique so much. <laughs> yeah, you critique uh, solar panels <laughs> in Leprechaun Returns. Well, if that isn't nitpicking, I don't know what is, all right? I'm sorry. It's impossible for a guy to get cut in half like that with a flat solar panel. Why don't we get into our plot summary? With Becky getting shot in the head. Poor Becky. First of all, she's in the woods running. Yes. I would like to get like a, there's no real setup here. We just cut right to the woods. Yes. It'd be nice to see like how this came about. Like how you can't just randomly end up in the woods being chased. Well, did you enjoy how the killer saw her, found her? She called her phone? Yes. It's a so very... obviously the killer knows who this is. Yeah, she gets shot in the head. Yep. Becky, Kaboom. Becky with the good hair. Okay, so immediately, if I was expecting some kind of slasher movie, immediately when she gets shot in the head, I'm like, oh, this ain't a slasher movie. <laughs> Man, that's a, a hunting knife. He didn't use it. Shot in the head. Boring. Right, but how about, serves its purpose though. Well, so how about we go ahead and meet our two main characters? First, we start with Owen. He's on the bus ride to the place. He gets to the school where it is completely abandoned, and then, and for some I, unknown reason, it's orange as fuck. Yes, the cinematography here, the lighting. I mean, I know that it's it's around Halloween time, so they're going for the autumn feel. But, but this this whole movie looks like a pumpkin. Yeah, why? <laughs> Literally, it is as red as our other lead character, Dodger's hair, which I want to talk about her for a minute because she's giving she's making me give this movie a four star review right off the bat for being a beautiful redhead. Now, Dodger is played by Lindy Booth, who I had only previously seen in Wrong Turn, but you have more. I have, I've seen her in a few other you things. You didn't stalk her IMDb page, haven't you? I've, it's okay to admit it. Well, I had to, in or, or else I would not have remembered. She was also in the famous Jet Jackson. She played the uh, Jet Jackson's co-host on the Silverstone show. Okay. I'm actually really surprised I still remember the name Silverstone. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm lost. So. <laughs> and also, she played in a PG vampire movie called Teenage Space Vampires. Now, I've not seen that, but based on that title... I will be watching that very soon. She also played in American Psycho 2. 
Now that was a damn uh, monstrosity of a terrible movie. Mila Kunis, why? Either way, so she is definitely already established as the beautiful redhead who I grew up watching kick people's asses in a, as extra Silverstone lady. And which nobody else has seen that show or knows her talking Anyone about. who was born in the 90s watched that damn show. Well, I was born in the 80s. That makes sense then. You old bastard. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. Can you so, really say you were born in the 80s? You weren't, you're not that much older than me. I was born in the 80s. You were like 89. I was born in the 80s. <laughs> I didn't say what year in the 80s. The 80s is the 80s. <laughs> you can't say if you're born in the 90s. I mean, yeah, but. I was 92. Yeah, all right, well. <laughs> No matter if it was 81, 89, it's still the 80s. People um, born in 96 and over just is not a 90s baby. Um, so, it, so anyways, the school is abandoned. All, but luckily for Owen, he stumbles upon... Dodger. The best looking girl in the school, probably. Exactly. Actually, not Mercedes. <laughs> uh, I was wondering when you were going to go to her. Now, I still prefer Dodger. She's beautiful redhead. Just she's, she needs a little bit more meat on her bones, but that's besides. What about the fact that she's a crazy murderer? Yeah, give her the twist away, right the <laughs> fuck away. Hey, look, to make this fun, we're gonna be going through with <laughs> the perspective of hey, Dodger is uh, planning this out. It's gonna be more fun for us to just <laughs> spoil it away and, and look things from her perspective. Because the second time I watched, I watched it with the lens of okay, well, how did she set this whole thing up? It's like this movie is fun to watch a second time because the first time. You're not paying attention to like who's setting up what, but now on a second view, you can be like, okay, let's see if she's actually a mastermind or is her plan full of shit and she's got lucky. So all I, I all at, I know so. is redheaded female lead, automatic four star for me. It's a perfect movie. So the movie starts there. So now slowly we're gonna chip away and like subtract the stars based on what we see going forward. Now everybody at the school is in some assembly. Yeah, because uh, they're. Going over the local girl who got shot. So I actually already have a question on this scene. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, the one thing on the second view that I noticed is that, did you hear the line she gave about some, like, townie sleeping with the wrong guy? Yeah. She pretty much actually gave it away right there in hindsight. Yeah. But um, either way, so the question I got is, so she sees Owen, asks, who are you? Oh, I'm the new foreign exchange student. Yeah, I know. It's like. Why do people in these movies have to ask a silly question if they know the answer? Are, are yeah. you saying the audience is that stupid that we were the ones asking this question? We clearly see this kid is coming on a bus to this place. We clearly hear the damn British accent coming out of his voice. Are we not supposed to pick up that he was a foreign exchange student until he said something? Well, and she says, like, it's a small school. And I'm like, well... How small is it? I mean, how many students go here? Because it's a pretty big-sized school. So and why did like, you ask? If you knew, why did you ask? And um, also, at the minute Owen opens his mouth, loses a star for me. Uh, because the accent? No. Or which is how he talks. What are you saying? The, the actor. Oh, the He's actor. He's so dry. Um, he... And that's sad because... You know, it's... <sighs> It's tough because on paper, if you're the actor and you're like, okay, how do I play this character? Like the script wants him to be um, intelligent, also kind of like a bad boy because he's been kicked out of all his previous schools. But also he has to be like a nice guy as well. They're, they're, they're trying to have the character do so much. Like he has to be a smart ass, but also a nice guy, a likable, 
but also a badass. Like, the character's all over the place. He doesn't have, like, one quality. They want to be everything, so. In which case, it's kind of hard for him to nail down what emotion he's supposed to feel for that scene because he's supposed to be calm, cool, collected, but he just sounds so dry every time he speaks. Yeah. Yeah. Their in, their initial interaction is like kind of like okay. They got like a, they have a nice little snarky rapport going, so it looks like they could be something. But just the way she talks immediately, I'm already and this is gonna sound like that. All I'm I'm saying this because I know what happens in the movie. But no, from the initial thing, I'm already suspicious of Dodger because she has the way she talks just like feels like she's putting on an act. So I'm going to have to play Maybe the role. Maybe that's her face or her voice. I don't know. I'm going to have to play the role of Owen and say, but she's a beautiful redhead. You cannot suspect her. She's too beautiful to be a killer. Well, I think you're you're perfect then to understand Owen's perspective because she would have pulled the wool over your eyes just the same way she's about to do to Owen, right? Problem is I'm not as, air quotes, smart as Owen in order to pull off some of the stuff that she does. Oh, Owen's brilliant, buddy. They're going to show us he's brilliant. So, in this next scene, Owen calls his dad to pretty much tell us, instead of show, all the events of what happens throughout his time from meeting Dodger to going to play this game, which is fine in this case because it's kind of early we don't for a, need to see... It's kind of early for a montage, though. But yeah, but we also don't need to see him sit there talk to his new boss. We don't need to see him meet his... Rue, that's Jared fucking Padalecki. Yeah, you know, when I was in the theaters and I saw this... I was just like, oh, who the fuck is that guy? Well, at first uh, I said the same thing because I didn't, I didn't watch Supernatural until 2010. Um, but either way, it's Sam from Supernatural. And this is not going to be like a role that elevates him to any new heights. Which, is, by the way, I should this, mention, is a no, this is a nothing role for him. Should mention something about Lindy Booth. No, don't tell me. <laughs> don't was. tell me. <laughs> she, she's been on it. Oh yes. my god. She was on one episode. She was an angel. I think she dies. If I remember correctly, to Lucifer, I need to rewatch the episode. Huh, I did like Angel, but I don't remember her. Maybe I can check that out sometime. Oh, no, she wasn't on the show Angel. She was on Supernatural as an angel. Oh, okay, never mind then. Almost every redhead in, in Supernatural was an angel at some point. Huh. I, I think the creators of Supernatural are trying to tell me something. So, we got the montage. Yep, and now it's time to go play the game. Because Owen's been settled into life now, and now... His roommate comes calling and says, hey, we're sneaking out. And Owen says, that's good. Get away from me. But well, then he says, Dodger asked me to bring you. Well, first he said, I hope you wash that hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was uh, the the Jared uh, introduction was I just masturbated. So. Yes. It was funny. Um, <laughs> that, that was a funny moment. Um, so they go play this game where we also meet... The rest of our cast, pretty much. You might Lewis, as well get into our characters now. Yep. So. Lewis, Randall, Mercedes, Regina, and Graham. I'll introduce Bon Jovi when we get there. Now, this first game, those are our characters, but it's also like ten, ten well, other people. So Yeah, there's ten other people, and we don't get to know them. We only see like two in, or three. In my headcanon, they were part of the cast, and they all got fired after this first scene. So. Most likely. Because they realized the budget was only a million dollars. And they couldn't pay all them, so they cut them off. So, in scene, so. the uh, point of the game is, was it, lie to your friends, manipulate your enemies, and some other 
and fun jazz I, <laughs> and kill Bon Jovi <laughs> and kill Bon Jovi. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> that's the that's the long term game there. So, so either way, the this game is pretty much the what they're playing, and it's going to be somewhat integral to the story. So I guess I'll explain the plot of the game. You, it wasn't easy for me to understand the game until the second time around. So the sh- the shepherd Lindy Booth. Wow, she's the mastermind in the game too. Yep, they're telling you right. They're putting it out there for you right at the beginning. Hey, you can tell who's the one pulling the strings. Yeah, there. so she marks who the wolf is, and in the game you're supposed to figure out who the wolf is. Whoever figures it out gets the wad of cash, and if and whoever, then you got the person who's accused and the one that did the accusing. They get a vote. Whoever gets voted off loses. The usual fun jazz. Yeah, but my thing is, I don't think what happened on this night was realistic because I feel like it would have been obvious to everybody that Who's, she had tagged Owen. Well, yeah, he's she a new guy. Him. He's the new guy. He's got to be everybody's number one suspect, but they all just, you know, when he gets accused, uh, oh, well, they want to show us that Owen is so smart and clever that he um, picks up the guy that has, is drinking empty bottles. Yeah, they did that. Though, in my opinion, also, they could have still done that if she just tagged someone else because Graham had it right off the bat. He's actually Graham is actually a pretty decently somewhat smart character. He knew right off the bat. He's like, hey, new guy. <laughs> yeah, but um, as Owen said, if you can't convince yourself, yeah, so you can't convince us. I, so what, there was one thing where I read is uh, apparently supposed to be a plot hole where one guy mentions during the game, if there are two people left at the end, who ends up winning because you can't vote for yourself? Uh, or maybe, and I have an answer for this. When there's two people left in the game, the wolf automatically wins because the sheep aren't able to fight back at this point. Two mm. sheep can take on a wolf, but one sheep is practically dead in the water when it comes to going up against a wolf. So, in my opinion, if there's two people left, Wolf automatically wins. I don't think I have enough friends to ever actually play this game. Probably me neither. (laughs) The only friends I got is my wife, you. Don't forget Jeremy. Jeremy. Oh, fuck. If Jeremy's a wolf, he's actually coming with a knife. He wants his revenge. That's true. Yeah, I mean, so Bon Jovi's in this movie. Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi. He plays... Mr. Walker and his acting is subpar. I think he's okay, though. The thing is, like, I mean, if somebody didn't tell it, if you didn't know that was Bon Jovi, you would think that's just a normal actor. Like, he's just, he's acting. He's not like a, it's not, it doesn't feel like a weird celebrity casting. It's it not, doesn't, it's, it's but. It's not like stunt casting, even though it probably is, but. Well, it doesn't feel like. It does feel like regular cast. The only problem is... It feels random, though. It does feel random. He... His acting is above Owens, but is below par to everyone else. It's probably why they used him the least amount, besides the fact that he also probably took all the money. Yep. (laughs) I was thinking uh, probably half that million budget went to the hands of Bon John. I'm going to say Jovi. Just say Jovi or fucking Walker, because that's his name is Walker. (laughs) His name is Walker? His name is Walker. His real name is not John Bon Jovi? His name in the movie is Walker. Oh, Professor Walker. Yeah. Professor Walker. So Dodger decides to play a larger version of the game So, with the whole school. And your favorite uh, character seems to be an airhead. Mercedes. Yes. I don't think they're all going to fit in the, ca- in the chapel. 
Okay. Also, I should mention that's probably the only airheaded scene with her in it. A fellow teen from the town got killed. Yes. And this group, our group of characters, yes, have decided to create a killer to make light of it. Yes. I, these aren't the most likable people. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They're rich kids. Rich assholes. Yeah, exactly. Hell, even Jared Padalecki's dad is the senator in this damn movie. I guess we should call him Tom because that's his name and it's easier than Padalecki. Did you see where Dodger had the nerve to call Owen out for being judgmental? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it is judgmental. But he's right. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are extremely entitled because you're trying to entertain yourself with a game that's going to negatively affect other people like the poor victim's mom who's going to find out about this. Yes. But so let's get to our creative killer scene. What should the killer wear over his face? An orange mask. I was thinking pantyhose. They might as well go ahead and just do a pumpkin on the head. Yes. You know, maybe they'll everything's freaking orange in this movie. Maybe they'll get sued, but probably not. <laughs> pumpkin head. Okay. Well, what should he wear as his main outfit? His Ar- torso. Army fatigues. Yes, <laughs> and I want there's a full town is full of hunters. Yeah, I want a hunting knife. Well, no, he used a handgun. I want that and the hunting knife, though. Okay, I don't want that. I don't want him to ever actually stab anybody, but I don't want him to have the appearance of having the knife in case he wants to stab somebody. But mainly, a gun will be his main source of whatever. Yep. So should we go ahead and talk about this weird out of place scene where they talk about how they kill each other? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say right now, this is a scene I would just cut out the movie because. It's literally, they're going around a circle, and they're describing how they each die. Which they're not, which is not going in the actual email, because why would it? Why would the killer then have to look for all these types of people, if they were creating killer, why would this killer go after these types of people in the exact same way they're talking about? It's like, no, no one kill is going to be the exact same. Yeah, this scene's kind of just a waste of time, and it doesn't really ever actually pay off. Mm. They, they try to pay it off later on, but it really doesn't. So, well, uh, that was a waste of time. So, so the I so the whole email gets sent to the entire school, and mm. then by the way, smart guy Owen sends it from his own email. Yes, even though another character actually says like, "Hey, you're using your email." Oh, he's just forwarding it. Yeah, but what if the the police come and ask like, "Hey"? Show us the original. <laughs> where, where was it forwarded from? <laughs> right. What the hell well, is Owen going to show them? We all know in these kind of movies, please don't do diddly. Okay. Here's my thing, though, and uh, bright guy Owen, right? He just got kicked out of his last school. He's on probation at this new school. Yes. Why the hell are you sending out the email and doing anything risky? He said himself, if he gets thrown out of one more school, I mean, he took a shot at community college. He said, I might as well apply to community college then, which probably is where he's going to end up anyways. So, I know why. But should he really be being I, risky? I know why. Day? It's the same reason I would have. Redhead booty. Yeah, but look. Have one of them send the email. Why is he? He's the one in hot water on probation. Why is he doing anything risky? Because redhead. He wants to look. Well, that's going to be the story of this movie. <laughs> Pretty much. This whole plot's going to be driven forward by... Redhead. Her pushing his buttons and making him go along for the ride. Yeah, so we get the first IM from The Wolf. <laughs> this is such a funny I am because it's so like uh like casual back and forth and then uh and they're like just like having a happy little conversation and then suddenly the I am comes in where it's like I'm gonna I'll pick, pick your bones, bones clean. Did you picture like like the ghost face voice? <laughs> it, it it felt like such a 
like um I'll gut you like a like a where, I'll gut go, you where, like a fish. where ghost faces voice would escalate or something like right. crazy. Like I just laughing because they cut back to Owen and, and what's his face and they're just, they're just like oh shit they're like this escalated. I'll pick your bones clean like that bleach blonde slut. I was like, I was like damn, damn. Okay. How, yeah, you know, I'm sure it's just Dodger though. You know, it most definitely is. Well, this movie has plot holes where the characters try to call it out to make it not a plot hole. So here, he, um, um, what's supernatural character's name actually? Tom. Tom, right? Tom actually says, and I thought about this. He's like, hey, whoever this is, he, they know your screen name, so it's got to be one of our friends. So we already know it's somebody in the group. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, it says Wolf, obviously, is one of our characters. Right. And Tom also just says what we're all thinking. It's F- Dodger. Fucking Dodger. There's a reason why Tom lives in this movie. Now, as far as Tom and... Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> as far as Tom and Owen's intelligence, let's get to their, their payback to Dodger scene. Yeah, the throwing <laughs> ice. The throwing ice into the pool. Not just ice. Big chunks of ice that looks like... Um, like pieces of iceberg. Yes. And they're not throwing it while watching. They're throwing it over their heads yes. into a pool. We actually see one of them land right next to her when she's underwater. Yes. By the way, make sure you aim for the shallow end because you almost hit her that time. And he's just tossing it over his head. How's he aiming? Well, she uh, apparently, I guess she got hit because she starts going down. Which, <laughs> you know, it- any swimmer knows how to sit there and just let their body drop. Is this not attempted murder? <laughs> it's very attempted murder. What's funny is, I'm pretty sure this is Tom's idea, because we're gonna get to the situation later where again, like Tom overreacts and does something that's way too much of an escalation. So this is the first of Tom's ideas. I feel like I feel like Owen wouldn't have gone to the extreme of let's put her in physical harm here. Right, but how much she has Owen wrapped around his finger because he immediately falls for her thing. And yeah, she, he literally says, I am in me as the wolf. You're losing me, boys. I was with Regina all day. You can call her, which that would be my next thing is, okay. Maybe but, should have, but but Owen quickly just goes to, well, oh, no, I who, believe you. Who, who's left then? He starts la- naming the names. And I'm like, okay, the rest of the whole middle part of the movie is going to be, she keeps being like coming off as guilty, but then she'll on the spot She'll only tell him one little thing, and he automatically believes She'll her. She'll make us. She's very quick on her feet. She'll make up something very convincing. By the end of the scene, he'll be back in love with her. But and they, they, this is gonna happen over and over again. But if you notice, every single time she has to make make one of these lies up, you can actually see the wheels pretty much turning in her head. I, I think she actually gets a. There's like a fakeness in her voice when she's being manipulative. You yeah. Can tell she gets like a little bit more sweetness in her voice. She says stuff like. You're a nice guy. Like she's really like, you can tell she's being manipulative. Mm-hmm. That, but any anybody watching the movie can tell, everybody except Owen. Well, every, who apparently and me just, because oh, you're along for the ride too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. They, all the audience, nine percent knows what's going why on. I watched you, this without my wife. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think only when you had the critical eye and had to actually analyze it, you were like, wait a minute, something's not right about Dodger. <laughs> well, how about we get to all of Tom's stuff is destroyed. Holy shit. This was pretty extreme because somebody smashed his laptop. Smashed his laptop, smashed his bed, smashed, took all of his clothes, threw them on the ground, stomped on them. They had fun with Tom's stuff. He even wrote down, Texas sucks. It's one thing to play pranks. It's another thing to, for property damage. Yeah. Um, this is too much. And we'll, we'll, we'll get to the, the payback later on. Yeah, but. so either way, I can't... I, I kind of have a question for the next thing. So they open up the laptop because another IM came and they see the 
uh, Randall's tongue ring, tongue stud, on his laptop. Tom picks it up. With blood. Yeah, with blood. Tom picks it up, puts it down, then licks his finger. Um, <laughs> um, well, you know what he says. He says that it's... Um, it's, used to be, it's corn syrup. Yeah, he's like, he's like, but, he's like it used to be sweeter. <laughs> but um, question for you, for everybody out there. Would anyone, after picking up a tongue stud, put it down and then lick your finger? A tongue stud. It's been in the guy's tongue. That is Do you really think they right. sanitize that damn thing? Wow. And it most likely... But actually, okay, but to be fair, this is not his actual... Well, no, come to find out it's Mercedes... A uh, a prop, right? Well, they come to find out it's one of Mercedes' earrings. But still, uh, it was in somebody's body. Well, again, Tom is not the, the brightest guy. And so. we find out Tom... And one little throwaway line tells us Tom has the hots for Regina. So the fact that he then puts something from Mercedes in his mouth just just doesn't seem right. And why? Well, yeah, that's, that's a lot. Um, Regina, by the way, pretty underutilized, I would say. Yeah, most because... Part. She comes and goes, but... Um, I think Regina was more underutilized than Tom was, but then again, when this movie was being filmed, so was the first season of Supernatural. So they didn't. So they only had Jared Padalecki for so long. Okay, so the so the first season of Supernatural is probably the best season then, because he was away filming this. <laughs> so I'll probably enjoy the first season a lot. No, you won't, because he's still in it all the time. Damn it. Okay, the library scene. This actually had a good little suspenseful. When the lights... Uh, to an extent. I did have a problem around the end of it when they felt, they thought that the wolf was coming towards them. She then pre- pretty much gets in an area and says, okay, stand still. I was like, okay, that only that's not going to help when the person who's walking towards you gets to you. What do you yeah, want to do, start running? That didn't make sense. It would make more sense just to leave. <laughs> if you think someone dangerous is coming at you, when the thing comes around the corner, Owen act like he was going to attack the person. He's like, huh? Well, if, and if that dude had a gun, you were a dead man. Yeah, and that's weird because, again, she's up against him like this as if they're kissing. I'm like, did she know that the person coming down was the librarian instead of the supposed killer? Well, she knows there is no killer, so... Well, so she can, more, she can actually do what she wants because she has no fear because she's like, I'm the one behind this. But this is another scene where... You have to remember they're at the library because he found out that um, she lied to him about Regina. She was taking bio instead of chemistry or something. Yeah. So it's the time for another edition of Let's Confront Dodger and see what bullshit he has to offer. Which this part she probably did tell the truth that her mother was actually that she was in town because that's where her mother lives. She doesn't want people to know she's a townie because apparently not only can you not rape a townie, but apparently townie means trash. <clears throat> yeah, but she lays it on thick. She does. And she, again, with him telling him he's a nice guy. No, he's not. He's not a nice guy. This movie wants me to be everything. Smart ass, kicked out of school, former drug dealer, nice guy. Well, no, no. she, the girl, the girlfriend was the drug dealer. He just took the rap for it so that way the girl's dad didn't get in trouble. Don't make him out to be a nice guy. Everything he's done so no, far at this college or this high school. In my opinion, he's shaking. a stupid guy. I think sending out... We, we didn't talk about the scene where Bon Jovi like, tells him, say, hey, you know, you sent the chess the, scene. Yeah, you sent the letter out. Um, it got to the mom. His only thing is like, it's high school. Nothing matters in high school. Oh, okay, dickhead. <laughs> um, That's yeah. why you are currently on probation. 
Yeah. So, anyway, she manipulates him again. And by the end of the scene, once again, uh, Owen's back on the Dodger train. He's like, hey, I did. I was suspicious of her, but she keeps giving me good reasons. So, another thing is she even tells, she does, uh, in the library scene, Dodger tells Owen, you do not have a tell. It's like, um, he can't go two seconds without looking in the ground. You're telling me he doesn't have a tell? He can't even look you in the eyes, lady. Yeah, his tell is like his weakness is not that he's a nice guy. It's that his weakness is you. Like, Dodger, you're his weakness. Honestly, I Clearly. thought his weakness was he can't act because I'm sorry. Oh. Scenes like this, he should be looking her in the eyes because they're having an intimate moment at this point. But he can't refuse but to look down. Like, can you not be a good enough actor to be able to lie yourself into this role? I don't know. Maybe the director told him to, to, to look like he's lying all the time. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Cause that's one, one of the tells of your lying. You can't, <laughs> you can't look the person in the eye. She's very good about lying to your face. Like oh, looking yeah. in the eyes. As you said before, she is deliciously devious. Yeah. I mean, I can always tell when she's being manipulative because of her voice, but she does a great job with it. She's a perfect actress. Also. So, Oh, we also get a creepy Jenner guy. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Owen calls Randall's girl. Owen calls Randall's girlfriend because uh, he needs to prove. They need to prove that Owen even went to meet Jenny Ryder. Uh, who? I, now, granted, I never, I never used an operator around this around this time. But would an operator literally give you the number of someone you've? Don't you can't prove that you know? Well, he he connected them instant instant like yeah. So again, now if it's a school thing, why would the school person connect someone that they wouldn't that would not know? I was like, he doesn't even say how he knows. He just says, "Can you connect me to Jenny Ryder?" Um, and how do you know her? I'm not about to get, connect you to someone who's from the sounds of it younger than you. From the yeah. sounds of some of the different things they talk about her. It sounds like she's younger than them. It's I'm not a, about to connect you to someone like that. By the way, he's never really explained like why Randall actually stood her up. He was excited about going to see her. It's really yeah. Weird. I doubt he would stand her up just to play this prank. Right. That, and she sounded like she was into him, so it didn't make any sense. Dodger and Mr. Walker are a couple. What? Yep. She cannot handle not having Bon Jovi in her <laughs> life. <laughs> I knew there was more to Professor Walker than what was we, what we knew. So, and I even wrote this now. I guess Lindy prefers better acting. Owen drops the knife from his bag, and instead of doing the smart thing of Mr. Owen, someone put a knife in my bag, or Mr. Walker, someone put a knife in my bag, I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna pick this thing up and try to hide it. Like nobody heard that. You're saying you think nobody heard that damn thing fall? He picked it up in a. And he held it like he was about to stab. You're supposed to pick it up, like, the handle side first. He shouldn't have picked it up at all. He should have been like, Mr. Walker, someone put a knife in my bag and it just fell out. They did a weird camera thing here. I mean, maybe they're foreshadowing the future, but we're like, it looked like... He aimed he it leaped. right at Mr. Walker. It looked like they got into a scuffle and he's like, someone got stabbed almost. Yeah. It was a weird camera choice. And it was like, yeah, you're right. Oh, and like, you idiot, why'd you pick it up? Put your, put your fingerprints on it? Just stupid. And not only that, but you're inside the school. A knife randomly falls out of your backpack, and you pick it up. And it's one story. Maybe you picked it up by the blade, and you know, 
show when you're not trying to stab someone, but instead you pick it up by the handle with your fingers going inside because it has a little brass knuckling under it, so that way the yeah. knife, I guess, can't fall right out of your hand. And, and Bon Jovi lunges at him? Like, right. what the hell? So anyways, he's about to get expelled, but luckily he, he knows about Dodger and him, so he can bribe Bon Jovi into letting Blackmail, him. yeah. Yeah, he can blackmail him into keeping How about we get to Owen being attacked in the cafeteria? Okay, well, Owen is... So once Owen's found out about the whole thing, he no longer wants to mess with Dodger. For the first time, he actually rejects her fully. Did you notice that she was uh, dressed as... The devil? No, no, Little Red uh, Riding Hood. Oh. Which is a play on the idea of the wolf. Wolf. Little fun fun in thing. Um, I thought she did it because she was a redhead. That too. Um, yeah, so Owen's job, Owen's part-time job as a janitor. <laughs> yes, his part-time job as a janitor, which means the janitor is his boss, <laughs> which means I wonder what some of these looks are that we're getting yeah, from this janitor. Creepy janitor guy to Owen is his boss, Mark. <laughs> like, they have a <laughs> but, relationship. So. But yeah, we keep seeing them every now and then for just random parts in the movie. I guess it'll make sense with the, the twist later on, but yeah, about that. Um, so Owen gets attacked in the cafeteria after breaking up a lesbian orgy. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> it was is an awkward scene. Like he's he's doing his thing. Uh, suppose the killer walks up behind him. Which are but, we thinking that's Tom? Yes, that's because so it's a taller person. Yeah, but the thing I'm having an issue with. And actually, Tom does admit to it later in the movie. But the problem I have an issue with is he has the headphones in. He's listening to music, I guess, fairly loudly because we can actually hear somewhat what's coming out of the headphones. He hears the two girls going at it in the closet, uh-huh. but he doesn't hear someone coming up from behind him. When someone does come up behind him, he turns around and sees him. <clears throat> the guy has a knife. Owen takes the time to take his headphones off and say, what up, Randall? <laughs> he's like, he's like, I guess I better watch my back, right, Randall? <laughs> and, the guy, and, and the dude just like, sta- like, like swings at him. And I'm like, you really had to like take time to say that stupid line. <laughs> Most people would actually like react and like running away or something. He's actually just trying to still be detective guy. And like, he was like, he, he was sly like, I better watch my back, huh, Randall? Like he's so, like he solved the case. Yeah. So ah. before this scene, he, him and Tom kind of had a falling out, just like him and Dodger. But it still feels like they're. Friends, in a sense, because when he finds out Tom's car is there, he's going to prank him back. Because now he believes it was Tom that attacked him in the cafeteria, so he decides to prank him by moving his car. Yeah, but you can tell, too, when uh, when Lewis and Regi- uh, Regina tell him about the car thing. Mm-hmm. When he leaves... They kind of give they they the look. They, they maybe should have left this part out, because they give a look of like, yeah, we're setting him up. More fun if you just like don't give us the... Indication of as the audience that okay, there's something they're in on something. Yeah, well, Mercedes turns into Bunny Man by ending up in the back seat uh, of a car. It's like, okay, how long was she gonna be in the car? How did she know that he was gonna come and like that make the uh, do this prank against Tom? They, like, they literally were just like, hey, Mercedes, go hide in the back of the car sometime during the night. Uh, he's gonna come and then atta- attack him. Like, it's just, that's kind of. That's a little bit much, but okay. yeah. So a cop almost shoots Mercedes, and and Mercedes running running in the parking lot with the with the knife, fake at, knife. She hears Owen say "officer," but she's still pursuing. Well, she didn't think the officer was going to pull a gun, 
if you're the officer and you turn, you see <laughs> dude running panic with someone behind him in the mask with, with a knife. knife. <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling a gun too. So now we get to our next day. And Mercedes easily could have got shot. Oh, yeah. Because she didn't drop the knife. She tried to be like, it's fake. Yeah, so we get. She could have got shot. Get to the next day. Mr. Walker defended Owen, and we all know why. Well. And it's Halloween. Well, we, we think we know why, but why Owen thinks so eventually is going to be because he thinks that Bon Jovi wants him on campus. To die. To die, so he can kill him. To death. Now. And that's worse. At this point, we do also. Um, we get another well, chapel scene. We'll come back to that, but yeah, we get the chapel scene. Basically, the idea is they're gonna finish the game. Yep, and this is where we get our what everyone did throughout the whole damn movie. Tom attacked him in the cafeteria. Lewis is the one who destroyed all of Tom's stuff. Mercedes took Randall to the bus stop. This is where it gets like into yeah, holy overreactions, Batman. Tom, first, <laughs> first with the ice, Tom. The ice and the water. Yes. The, the attempted murder. Yes. Now, Tom, he, he destroyed your stuff. Yes. You put a knife in the man's bag. Yes. He literally was actually getting expelled unless he was able to blackmail Professor Walker. Yes. That's, that's some shit, Tom. You were about to actually get him kicked out of school. Well, now we get Owen saying, I know about you and Mr. Walker to Dodger. And she goes, yeah, well, I went there to end it. That's not what I saw. Well, you didn't see it all. It's like... <clears throat> I saw you put your hands on his shoulder, lady, so you didn't yeah. push him off. That's true. So, but the, the story she spins, she, he then feels bad because he accused her of doing what, well, what she did. Um, and, and, and again, but you can tell, I can always tell when Dodge is putting on her fake voice. When she starts talking very softly and slowly, mm-hmm. and like, it sounds like she's almost about to cry. That's when she's always being fake. That's not her real way she talks. And how about we just get to uh, the wolf killing a half-naked Mercedes? So now we get the twist that, at, at, that I'm actually like intrigued by. I'm like, wow, the real killer is here. And remember, so- Dodger had just left the chapel. Yes. So it looks like she's the fucking killer because... She's the one that would then be able to run her back and put on the mask and all that. Nah, you don't think it's enough time? Not enough time because damn Lewis is already talking to Mercedes, and then she gets attacked almost not even two minutes after he starts calling her. So the next suspect would be Randall, but we then see that Randall's dead. He's dead in the thing. Yep. So then we get to Lewis's death because Owen ran. Uh, Damn, Tom says you got twenty minutes or we're out of here. You know the smart thing. Not the supernatural thing, the smart thing, because in, in Supernatural, Sam would have been like, I'm going with you because I'm going to kick this motherfucker's ass. Right. Anyway, so Lewis is dead, and then Dodger dies. Dead. Well, I guess she ain't the killer like we thought. <clears throat> nope. Owen confronts Mr. Walker, and you hear a gunshot. Oh, so Mr. Walker turns into a villain when he hears about Becky. He literally just... Drops his hands because first trying to talk him yeah, down. Then drops that. his hand goes, oh, that's what Dodger told you. I'm like, it looked like the classic. Oh, this is where he this where reveals he himself reveals. as the villain, right? And then his whole just, body language changed, right? Yeah, his whole body language changed to from fear to now you got to die. Yeah, we get a little sc- we uh, not a scuffle. We get a push and shove, and then boom. It Mr. didn't make Walker sense did. to me because ultimately, Mr. Walker, the same thing with a knife. He dives at Owen, who has a gun in his hand. Yes. 
What did you think was going to happen, Bon Jovi? What well, you if you notice, at one point, it looked like Bon Jovi was able to twist the gun at, at Owen. Well, but then we see Bon Jovi's dead, and who's to walk through the door? It better not be Dodger. It's the ghost of Dodger. Oh, oh my she's, God. She's not the ghost. She's not a ghost, because then Tom, Regina, Lewis. Now everybody oh, comes back. Yeah, everyone comes back. Okay. So, it, so basically, uh, Owen's left holding the bag, because... Everything was fake except for him killing Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah. Bon Jovi's not jumping back to his feet and be like, hey, it was a fake gun. <laughs> yeah, and now I guess Owen has lost his damn mind. Well, and then we also see that we can confirm now also the outside we see that the janitor, janitor guy is Dodger's dad. Is Dodger's father. Yep. So all the time she ignored him. Why would you ignore your dad? This it's, is rude. Yeah, and you see that... Um, to me, and we see that basically uh, Randall and the other guy, Graham, had sort of planned this out with everybody else, pretty much. And then Tom goes, Dodger wasn't supposed to hit me that hard. He has a black eye. I'm like, uh-huh. and then Regina gives probably the worst performance of her time in this movie. Is, Why didn't you say something? Yeah, I don't think that would have made a difference. For some reason, I don't know why. That's the only time Regina, the actress who played Regina, just did not seem genuine to me. I thought she was mostly underutilized, and there was a throwaway line that Tom had earlier about her being, like, specializing in makeup and stuff. And that's and a throwaway line that they already sleep together. Yep. So that sets the table for Randall being, like, you know, dead in the chapel. Yep. Good makeup. Yep. Um, but I still don't think that after the police got involved and it was that serious, I don't buy them continuing on with the prank. It was. It gotten so serious. Yeah. Well, like I don't see them still in prank mode at that point. That it's like they overstepped their boundaries for sure. Yeah. You. But they were a bunch of spoiled rich kids. That I, could I understand get why. Out of everything. I understand why Dodger's still pursuing it, but the rest of them should have been like, "Hey, we're we're sending this one out." So. So how about we get to our police station where we find out Mr. Walker was the killer of Becky this whole time. Yeah, because they found evidence showing that. He was having an affair. He bought plane tickets for both of them. Uh, they were both going to Nilbog to try some Nilbog milk. Yep. Um, so, thankfully, and thankfully, Bon Jovi, they both died, so they were spared, spared the trip to Nilbog. Well, we got one more plot twist for you. Somehow. Wait wait. wait, wait. If there's a plot twist, can we at least get some fake Saw music playing in the background, like the end of Saw? Yes. Can I just have that one request, please? Yes. Okay. Well, you get that. And then you get... I don't know how... So... She said, Dodger tells him, if I had known Mr. Walker was sleeping around, I would not have made this prank. And he just automatically snaps to detective mode and goes. Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he Owen, just Sherlock guessed Owen. everything from that one line. I'm like, that's probably the only thing she's ever said that was not a clue to her guilt. So this movie came out one year after Saw. So it, it wasn't enough time to for them to, the the writers to have seen Saw, but this is so, feels like such a ripoff. The way they're cutting to the montage and he's like saying the saying the stuff slowly like in an awkward way out loud. It was really a Saw ripoff. It just wasn't the re, the big reveal. Is, oh, and finally he finally figures out that what we knew from the beginning. <laughs> Dodger was responsible for everything. You idiot. And why did she admit to it? She literally said. Well, if, even if that was true, who's going to believe you? And then walks away victorious, in a sense. I'm like... Well, you, I, you have to like the actress's 
changed her facial expression. <laughs> yeah. When she said it, it was good acting for sure. And the the camera held the strong close up on it. But yeah, I'm, I'm like, uh, okay, why is she so confident to like admit it? I would in laugh, the police station. I laughed. She walked outside, and the cops arrested her on the front porch. And they were in front of the damn reception desk. Like from there, the movie ends. But really, Owen has to walk exactly three steps to his right to the front desk, <laughs> ask for a detective, and say, "Hey, I just figured this out. Can you look at this?" If they look into it, they're going to find some way to connect her to Bon Jovi. He probably has some pictures lying around somewhere in his house of her. I don't know why she's so cocky. I also don't know why Owen didn't keep this to himself. Like, make the realization, but play, string her along, and then you can actually get evidence on her. Yeah. But you admitting out loud now... Now she's, she's going to get rid of everything. She Actually... She's probably gonna plot to kill you, Owen. <laughs> you're, you're. He's a loose end. Yeah. He's gonna be. He's the next. He's about. She's about to get a new friendship group, and the plot's gonna be all to kill Owen. Yep. So, that's the. He movie. better move. He better go back to England. <laughs> so that's the movie, and it's pretty lackluster when you look at it with well, critical eyes. You know, for a mystery, everyone usually tries. Well, I don't think. Yeah, the mystery revealed wasn't quite the payoff I was looking for. Because it was pretty obvious that Dodger was responsible for everything. And the way he comes about it is just like really random and out of nowhere. She, uh, didn't, she didn't give him any information that he didn't already know. She's like, if I had only knew, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, you already knew that, though. It's like, well, I don't, I don't understand actually what triggered the... Yeah, so... Anyway. Either way, let's get to our Catamagory's best performance for me as Lindy Booth as Dodger. Easy. She's definitely one of the she's definitely the best actress on this show and movie. And that is still saying something considering the fact that none of these actors minus maybe two actually didn't do that bad of a job. Everybody was uh respectable, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um well, like I said we had some issues with Owen, but I, I do think some of it is on the writing of the character, not all on the actor. But yeah, Lindy Booth, I mean, she has by far the most challenging performance because she's actually, she's actually asked to be manipulative while also tricking the audience. Well, trying to trick the audience. Yeah, and tricking sense, Nick, not tricking me. Any sense, ever since, she's technically playing two characters. And you can sort of buy that she's able to string Owen along and mm-hmm. manipulate him. Because yeah, he must be into redheads. She's pretty convincing. Yeah. Anyway, so worst performance for me is Julian Morris as Owen. He's A lot of his scenes is bland, dry, is every single time he talks, it looks like he's looking to the ground. I don't, maybe he's, I can't say he's checking her out because where he would have been looking wasn't anything to look at. So I wonder, maybe this was one of his first roles. Maybe it was kind of like, I'm not sure. I haven't looked up any of his stuff because I, I, really I don't I, care. I, so. I believe he's still a working actor for sure. I think he's probably done some stuff. Hopefully, he's, but, um, hopefully he's gotten better because this performance was not his breakthrough. There's nowhere to go but up. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, that's, Nope. He has the most screen time. He's almost in every scene, I think. So he he so has the highest. Um, he has to carry the movie. Yeah, the whole he's our central viewpoint character. Everything is from his lens, basically. And as we talked about, the script is like wanting to be uh, badass, intelligent, smartass, nice guy. He wants it to be all this stuff, and it just doesn't work. So. All right, best scene. Is the two girls kissing in the closet. 
I'm sorry. Real, to be honest with you, I mean, I, yeah, that's a joke. But be honest with you, most of this movie is actually pretty lackluster for a best scene. You but know, that's true. Yeah. But if I had to actually give it to anything, upon viewing for like very for your very first time, I'd have to say it was more the cafeteria scene. It's the only scene that really feels like in, the character of Owen is actually in any real danger. Because at the time, all the pranks has been played, has been played to the extent of you thinking that it's just another one of his friends. At this point, you think it may actually be a real person trying to kill him. Yeah. I was going to say the exact same thing. When I thought about it, the movie is like one of those movies where it's like, there's not too many standout individual scenes. You have to take the movie as a whole and say it is what it is. But there's not like a lot of scenes that stand out. But I, I would the exact same thing. The cafeteria scene is the one scene where there's an immediate... Uh, danger it feels like someone's actually running at him with a knife mm. and the rest, of the, the rest of the movie doesn't really have that uh, immediacy urgency to it so and so as for worst scene to be honest again not many scenes actually come to mind for worst scene yeah the movie's pretty even keel yeah but it doesn't, I, really, it doesn't really have highs and lows but to me I'm giving it to the library scene just because you, if you as Owen thinking a killer is coming for you and you're slowly seeing those damn lights start coming to you just standing in plain sight is not gonna help i i didn't hate that scene because i still thought it was pretty suspenseful um i'm gonna go with the pool scene (laughs) just because i feel like someone in the someone the director someone should have been like hey do we really want them blindly throwing big chunks of, of rock and ice at her yes that just seemed over the top i didn't i didn't like that uh, what would you like to change? Uh, to be honest with you, there's a couple things. I think the yeah. big thing is the ending scene. Uh, you can still keep it to where him getting the stupid uh, head game of him catching that was her. However, instead of her admitting it, she just says, you're crazy and walks away. Leaving the audience and him with the possibility that no, it wasn't her, or yes, it was her. You can still, you can still give off all the clues of how it could be her, but you could also give us a little bit of clues of how it could not be her. Yeah. And then it would make the mystery a little bit better for the audience because then they have something to play with in their mind. You're saying basically keep it ambiguous, keep it open to interpretation. It's mm-hmm. more fun to, for the audience to decide. Yeah, and definitely don't show that very last scene of Dodger being the one to shoot Becky. Yeah, just leave that whole bit out at the end. Yeah, I, w- I would have found a way to try to integrate the characters more. Like, let's not rely on Owen so much. Mm-hmm. There's too much Owen. Let's give the side characters more to do. Some of them disappear and come back when it's convenient. Like, not Randall, but the other one that was in on it the end, too. He's, like, barely in the movie. Yeah, but Randall's he, only in, like, three scenes. <laughs> yeah, and the other guy's in the... He's, like, in two scenes early on. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy was not actually drinking from the bottle. There's nothing in there, but... And then he shows up at the end, and he's, like, in, integral to the, the plot again. Yeah. I'm like, where the hell's this guy been the last hour? So, I, I would find a way to have more of the characters and develop them more. Um, most of them got a... Not a fair shake, feels mm-hmm. like, so... Well, so... F- our final thoughts on the movie for me movie was decent it has a decent premise and for the most part the acting was actually was actually pretty good the mystery is enough to keep you engaged how however 
uh, Owen was definitely the lowest part of the movie, and with him being our central character, he should have been the high point of the movie, him and Dodger. Uh, the movie definitely looks very cheap, and it could be... Very orange. Yeah, very <laughs> cheap and very orange. There's no reason for this movie to have such an orange tint to it. I had to pause the movie halfway through and go get a slice of pumpkin pie. <laughs> I had a sudden craving for pumpkin pie. Uh, and for everything like that, uh, I'm going to have to give this movie a 2 out of 4. Because if you're watching it just to watch it, it's fun. It's fine. If you're watching it to actually see if you yourself can come up with the mystery before the mystery is concluded, it's pretty low on the standard poll. So I'm giving it a two out of four. Uh, you know, I'm torn here because I feel like I like the movie, but I also want to be fair to all the damn plot holes and everything that doesn't make sense to me. So I'm conflicted, but I'm going to also say two stars. I was on the borderline of two or two and a half stars. I was trying to figure out which one to go with. And I went two stars because basically that, if you do pay attention, they leave all these clues in the movie that make it very easy to figure out what's, what's going on. You can pretty early on figure out the twist. It's not even a twist. You can figure it out very early on. And once you know the twist, and if you've guessed the ending, there's not much else going on here. It's just, the movie only has the mystery. Nothing else really works. There's no... There's no actual kills here. Um, there's no... There's two. There's no... <laughs> yeah, boring... All my guns. <laughs> boring gunshot deaths, yeah. There's and no... One of them you don't even see. Yeah, there's no character development. There's nothing here except the mystery of what's going on. If you figure that out, the movie's not that much fun. Um, but the two stars, I mean, basically we're saying it's an average movie. We're saying two stars. And it, it, is, it is reasonably entertaining, and you can have fun with it. And I liked watching it the second time because... I was just paying attention to okay, like stuff like uh, how much did Dod- how much of this was planned out by Dodger? How long ago did she plan this out? How much of it was on the whim? Uh, so I was watching it more with that lens the second time around, and um, so it was it was interesting. But nah, I'm gonna say two stars. And I, what I, I recommend watching it, but you have to turn your brain off. If you turn your brain off, you can have fun, but under any kind of close scrutiny, under magnifying glass. A lot of, lot of holes come up. Anyway, y'all don't have to go home. Y'all definitely got to get out of here. Watch more of our podcast. Listen to it. Uh, and be safe when you're driving to work or from work. Be safe when you're at home. And also, if you see a redhead skipping a assembly, it's probably best not to talk to her. And never trust a girl named Dodger.